Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Hey, thanks for joining me. This is Shalene Johnson, and I'm here today on Build Your Tribe with Pat Flynn. You may remember that Pat was here back in December. We surprised Pat by starting this like impromptu campaign to raise funds because Pat, two years ago or a year ago? A year ago, exactly. A year ago, for his birthday, he's like, you know what, I don't want everybody to send me a bunch of gifts. I really would love it if you donated and we could help raise funds to build a school in Ghana, Africa with the help of Pencils of yeah. Promise. And I thought that was such a cool thing because I'm uncomfortable getting gifts. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I love to give gifts, but I'm really uncomfortable when I get gifts. I'm a words of affirmation kind of girl. Do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. So before I got here, I asked my assistants to do some research to see what gift I could get you uh, to thank you for everything that you've done for me and all the inspiration. And she couldn't figure it out because Good. she even asked all your peeps. Yeah. And they were like, she's really hard to give a gift. Yeah. To. Love nothing more than a letter, a handwritten letter. I'm just like, that touches me. And I save them. And so anyways, that's why I thought, well, I think this is such a cool idea. And when Pat was here in December, we decided impromptu to do that live on Periscope. I was expecting like, oh, you know, this is kind of impromptu. I haven't given it much thought. And there's not a ton of people on Periscope at that time. And I wasn't expecting it to go gangbusters. But there's so many people that we're connected to on Periscope and so many people who specifically are descendants from Africa who are here and their parents were African immigrants mm -hmm. and people who I didn't realize had actually gone to school in Ghana, Africa and they got involved in it and were just spread and that's like the power of social media and within 24 hours time we were able to raise and Brett and I pledged to match dollar for dollar everybody's donation. Thank you for that. Absolutely. And because of just how cool social media is and how giving people are, we were able to raise enough money to build another school. And that's crazy. So yes. I thank you for that inspiration. No, thank you. I mean, everybody watching and listening, you guys built a school. <laughs> and so I'll make sure to keep your people posted. Yes, on, on it's insane. It's kind of crazy. But in that whole experience, we were also able to interview Pat and talk to him about affiliate marketing. And so many people followed up asking about business ideas that they have. So I want to have Pat back today because Pat has a book coming out shortly. When does the book release? February 1st. February 1st. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the book was born of this really common question that so many people have is like, I've got this idea. Will it work? So can you tell us a little bit about the book? 
Yeah, so it's called Will It Fly? How to Test Your Next Business Idea So You Don't Waste Your Time and Money. And I think that just speaks to exactly what the book is about, which is that idea that we have that we don't move forward with because we just aren't sure. We don't want to waste that time. We don't want to waste the money. How do we know if what we're working on is actually going to work for us? Yeah. And actually, this is something that isn't new, this topic of validation. And there's actually ways to test. And kind of this book is a way to go through a number of different litmus tests to understand whether or not this idea is right for the market you're getting into. But more than that, and I think the most important part, is whether this idea is right for you as a person. Mm. Does it align with your goals? Does it align with your life? Does it align with your strengths? Like if Mm. you look back in your histories, does this actually follow that same trajectory of the things that you like or is this actually something you don't like? A lot of people get into business just because they could get into business. Yeah. And they aren't happy. Yeah. Even if they are successful as a business person. What do you think causes the unhappiness or maybe a better way of stating that is why do you think people accomplish goals start businesses have some success but yet they don't find happiness because we're thinking more about the business itself rather than what that business can do for us Mm. you know a lot of people get into entrepreneurship because we're like we need change we need to get away from the nine to five and have our own thing to have this freedom yet they get into a certain kind of business that they feel like they're a slave to, Mm -hmm. which is not good, especially if it's one that you don't necessarily like. And all it takes is a few little thought experiments and exercises to just understand and put yourself in that place of really feeling this business in the future. Is it something that's actually going to work out for you? And, you know, there's a lot of cases in my life where I have said no because they just don't align with where I want to be or who who I want to be. That's good. I mean, it's good to have that forethought. So the first thing I want to ask you about is I will often read like on infographics. It'll say, never let anyone discourage you. Go after your dream. And I always kind of like cringe when I see that because Mm -hmm. I do think if you want to accomplish something and go after it, that's great. But you should have mentors and people around you that are going to ask you the right questions and are going to get you to pause and say, are you sure this is a good idea? It's not that I don't support you, but are you sure this is a good idea before you go devoting your life and money and energy and everything else? So speak to that person who has their fingers in the ears, like, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. I have all these people telling me I shouldn't do it. How much should they be listening to other people? You should listen to them because sometimes it's hard to see what it's like from the outside. We can be so involved with what we're doing that we And don't... those rose-colored glasses. Right, exactly, but... It's also important to know that if you truly believe in that thing that you're doing, that you've got to keep going no matter what people say. And I think the idea is, well, do you know where you're going? A lot Mm -hmm. of people say they do or have an inkling that they know where they're going or what their dream is, but do you actually know? It's like getting in a car or flying a plane and just just going. You know, they're going through the motions, they're traveling, they're going somewhere, but if you don't know where you're going, you're eventually going to run out of gas. You're going to be grounded. And you're going to have a hard time trying to get back up again. Yeah. So really focusing on those goals. Even before we start talking about like, well, this idea that I have and how it fits into the market, it's very important to understand, well, what is it that you really want? How do you help people figure that out? Well, in the book, there's a number of different thought experiments, which I love because... Thought it, experiments. Yeah. And I love that because it's like... You're it sounds put, so sci-fi. Right. Totally. And so there's one, for example, called the airport test. So Shalene said, let's just say for whatever reason, we don't connect for a number of years. That obviously wouldn't happen, but... <laughs> We see each other five years down the road at the airport. We're both traveling different conferences or something. And I see you and I go, Shaleen, so great to see you. Pat, yeah, oh right? my God, you know. where are you going? And then I go, how is life? How is life treating you? You say, it is amazing. Life couldn't get any better. And then I say, well, why? 
Uh-huh. And if you think of that moment when a person asks you, why are you saying life is awesome? It really mm-hmm. puts things into context. And actually, if you divide your life into your top four categories, like for me, for example, it's family, professional, financial, and health. Those are the top four categories for me in my life. You start listing out for your top four categories, what would make you say that five years from now? And when mm-hmm. you see it on paper, when you go through that exercise, it really puts things into perspective and actually weeds out a lot of decisions that you may have made otherwise. So that I like that. You know, it's like I I'm reflecting on if I had gone through that thought experiment before I started my previous company, Powder Blue Productions, and I was on your show, which was great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Smart passive income. And I had a business, my husband and I ran a business that certified fitness instructors. We made fitness apparel, that was a separate company. And we also put on big fitness motivational camps. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't know what I didn't know, right? Like, so had I thought about what life would be like before I started that business, I would have assumed that I would have had a lot more free time than I did. I would have assumed that I would have had less stress than what I did. Like, I didn't know. And then once I was in, I was like, help, how do I get out? Like, this is not how I want to live. This is not how I want to feel. So I guess I want to ask you, I want to put you on the spot and say, how do people know what it is they're going to experience if they haven't been through it? You talk to other people. Mm. Absolutely. That's the number one way to do it. And for me, when I first started online business and I started experimenting with a lot of new business ideas, I kept those things secret. Why? A couple of reasons. One, I wanted to surprise everybody. You know, I wanted to just work on it on my own little laboratory and then come out and reveal and have this be this big grandiose like event and you know that was, was it ever a fear because I'll I'll hear a lot of people say I've got this idea for business but I don't want to tell you unless you'll sign this non-disclosure I'm like listen I ain't got time to steal your business right that was <laughs> you my know? second point like people are afraid that other people are going to steal their ideas uh, and if you're the one that's focusing on that people might think it's a great idea and they might even kid around that they wish they had done the same thing but they're not going to do it they're right. not going to be as motivated as you how does somebody, because I get those inquiries, and I know you do too, mm-hmm. from strangers who are like, I want to take you out to lunch or I want to buy you coffee and pick your brain because they want to know what is it like. And, you know, we're busy, so we have to protect ourselves and make sure that, you know, we just can't do that. There's not enough hours in the day. So how would you recommend somebody get access to someone who's done that thing or done something similar to that thing? Right, well, you don't necessarily have to get access to that person in real time. You can get access to their brain and their thoughts and their emotions and their experiences through things like their podcasts or their blog or their books. Just listen, people. Right? Don't you find that successful people are the most generous with their path, their journey, and how they got there and exactly how it came together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they want to share everything because they remember, hopefully, the good ones at least, remember <laughs> where they came from. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jenny from the block. <laughs> So you want to make sure that you connect with the Jenny from the block and uh-huh. and, and doesn't, again, necessarily have to be one one. However, there's nothing wrong with asking to take somebody out for coffee. You never know. I actually personally love to go out to coffee or lunch with people who come in through San Diego. and uh, Just randoms? Yeah. Just really, randoms? Just randoms. I do not. I do not. You know why? And I'll just put it out there. Because I have so many amazing people in my life that I don't have enough time to spend with. So for me, I always feel like when a complete stranger who I don't know and they're like, you know, they've got a great story, but I don't have a personal connection with them. Like they haven't invested per se in me other than like listening, right? For me, it is a priority to spend that time with all the people that I don't have enough time for. And that's just the honest truth. No, I can, I can so, I see exactly where it But h- however, if I have someone who has 
they've done my academies and they do the work and they're a success story, there's nobody a coach wants to root harder for than the kid on the team who actually is coachable. Mm-hmm. That's the exception, I would say. Those are usually the people that I want to spend time with. However, I'm downtown San Diego every Wednesday, and I just open my lunch up for anybody who, who comes in. So that's just my way of being able to not feel lonely in this space because, you know, my wife, she's amazing, but anytime I start talking <laughs> about business, it's like, you know, and so I need to, just, I need, that's me. And that's one of the things I actually learned about looking at my history, which is like one of the other thought experiments, what I like to call the history test. Okay. Looking, looking back at all of your previous jobs, your vocations, and, and maybe the job that you have now, and volunteer work that you've done, clubs you've been a part of, and start piecing together why you like those things or why you didn't like those things. You can That's start to good. create patterns. It sounds so simple, right? What patterns did you see in yourself? I found out that I loved being around people, and I loved getting recognition for what I did. And that's something I didn't get in the architecture world, uh. where I would do all this work, stay up two days straight to work on things, and it would just be a part of the project. Well, that's really hard to get when you are a solopreneur. You know, it, you, there is no like, oh, guess what? You're employee of the month. Right. But you can directly touch a person's life in a mm. way where they will be more than happy to go out of their way to say thank you. And I'm, like I do, just a ton of mail and handwritten notes, and those are like you, mm-hmm. my favorite things, because it, it shows me that So I'm you kind of, it's, it's, it's like, not even like recognition, like your name on a plaque, no, or no, 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 you no. mean like a, hey, thanks, thank I learned you. this from you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, that's me, because I, I don't like recognition, but my absolute favorite thing is when someone says, I learned this from you. Like, I love being acknowledged as a teacher. Yeah, it's, it's such a great thing. feeling. Common things that you found in your past work experience and things that you enjoyed doing included like thank you, recognition, and what was the other one? Being around people. Being around people. What else? There were a lot of things that actually I didn't like, which mm. was staying in one place at the same time. So sitting like at my physically? desk, for example, okay. or I had another job where I had to stand in one area for the big time. So again, it's just like these small little things, but if I'm creating my ideal future, I know what not to do. And yeah. it's funny because we go through the motions of life and we don't understand or don't even think about why we like or dislike something as it's happening it's only when you look back and make these connections and patterns that you can actually see and then begin to craft your own future and see how this idea actually fits into that and a lot of times it completely fits and it's, it's very motivating and sometimes for people who have run this experiment with it's a immediate red flag and they're like Thank you yep. for showing me this now instead of five years from now. Helping people really see it, like really identify it. For me, I love the idea of a history test. Taking that test, I know from my history that I'm really unhappy if I'm on someone else's regular schedule. Yeah, Like I love the ability to wake up every day and go, I wonder what I feel like doing today and I have something scheduled and I can cancel it if I want. Mm. That makes me so happy. Like even if I'm not going to cancel anything, knowing I have that freedom makes me feel alive. And so any type of job or career business that I might look at, it's not gonna fly for me if I were to take the history test and recognize that I don't like that kind of like forced structure, you know? Yeah. So that's a great test. What are the kinds of tests can people expect? Uh, well, the last one that I share in the book, again, about business to self as opposed to business to market or, you know, how that product... Business to self, meaning like, like how does decide it, if it works for you. Right, right. And the, this is the big one, is what I like to call the shark bait test. Okay. And, and, and it kind of puts you in the scenario of being on Shark Tank, the show, where okay. you go up in front of investors and it's very intimidating and then you kind of fast forward past your pitch because at this point in the book 
you don't know what your idea is exactly. It's just kind of this right. amorphous thing. Okay. I help you define it later. But the point is, what's stopping me from hiring somebody to do the exact same thing that you're doing? Yep. Why are you special? It's a very harsh question, at least the way he puts it. Mm-hmm. But it's a very necessary question for us to answer now. And if you don't know that answer, what makes you special? You're not going to win. You, mm-hmm. you just You're always going to be like somebody else or second best. And you won't be able to understand what's your superpower. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I call this in the book your unfair advantage. It's like, what's that thing that you have over everybody else? Yeah. A good example. Do you some, think most people know that about no, themselves? they don't. So how do you, I mean, like I meet people all the time who I'm so blown away by the greatness that they don't see in themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty common for people to be so close to who they are that they're like, that's a big deal. And you're like, yeah, it's a really big deal. Yeah. That's what makes you special. So how do you figure that out? Yeah. Well, actually, I got an email from one of my good friends the other day who was going through these experiments. And he said, you know what? I'm going to ask you, what do you feel is special about me? So asking other people to tell you, other people you trust, who you know that. And then believing them. Yes. And it lists about seven different kinds of special powers that you can have from, you know, your network to your hustle to how specialty your niche is. You know, I, your Rolodex is, is very important. The people you know. There's a woman named Lane Amon who makes six figures a year teaching people scrapbooking. Yeah. And she became a powerhouse in that space, the scrapbooking space, because she used to write for a magazine and just knew everybody. Mm. So the way she came up with the solution was to create a virtual conference and just call all her friends that she knew to come on and be a presenter in this virtual conference. Yeah. And she does this a few times a I year. heard her on your show. So she's great. And that's one example of her using her superpower which was just her existence in that network if i have an idea for a business i'm really excited about it i go through the book and i get to a certain point where i realize okay this is not going to fly a couple months later i come up with another idea can i keep going back to the book yeah oh absolutely you should absolutely and these first sections these self-tests i guess if you will they're already done so that's can, nice yeah and yeah you learn more about yourself already even if that idea didn't work out that's true that's the cool thing about this book is like no matter what happens it's a win if yeah. you don't have an idea, if your idea fails the tests, then you win because you know that now. Or if it's a winner, you go through the whole book, you are completely motivated. You've gotten permission from something that told you that this is what you should be doing. I am so excited about this because reverse engineering decisions is my life. I just think that you can avoid so much heartache and money that you didn't need to spend and mm. pain and years if you just take the time to just kind of think about all these things that people blow through. I've never heard of a book that does this, where you actually step through, not just does this work in the marketplace, but does this work in terms of what you want, what you want to feel, the life you want to live, and how you define success, and to give people not just questions, but kind of like a a way of testing all of these things. It's it's pretty cool. It's it's interesting, because when I share this concept and the outline with a number of my friends and mentors and colleagues, a lot of them actually suggested to take that part out because they were like, people want to know if their idea is going to work. That's yeah. that's the meat. And, you know, that's what the cover sells, right? Yeah. Uh, however, I couldn't do that mm. because it's so important. Mm-hmm. And even if that idea were, were to work out, they could still fail because they didn't do these initial tests. Have you ever had a business that you have sold or got out of or failed because it didn't fit with your what it is you want or your lifestyle? Yeah, I mean, the, there's... There's a business that I had considered building very recently. The big need in one of the spaces that we're in, the podcasting space, actually. And, you know, podcasting is hot right now. A lot of people are creating products. And there's still this need for a podcasting hosting company that really does it right. Like the Wistia, which is the video hosting company of 
podcast hosting hmm. with incredible analytics and stuff. And I've already talked to so many people about this. And every time I talk about this with other people, they get so lit up. They're like, mm. you need to do this right now. And you'd be perfect for it. But when I look at my plan and who I want to be, I want to be a father. I want to be there at home with my family and serve my audience in different ways. This would take me completely away from smart passive income. This would take me completely away from my family. So I can't do it. Right uh, when you say take you away from your family, meaning time. time? Yes. Uh-huh. So it's just. God, that's honorable. It doesn't make sense. But because it's on paper, it's easier for me to make that decision mm-hmm. or I don't make the decision incorrectly. Do you find it rare that people will place their values for family before financial rewards? No, actually, it's really? it's not. I know where, where this question is coming from, <laughs> but I think, you know, people always want to support their family. You know, that's, that's always going to be the case. But I think they sometimes approach it in a way where they might not even realize they're not supporting their family based off of how much time they're spending away or the kind of business. I guess that's what I mean. Like I, I hear so often and it's, you know, my beliefs don't have to be anybody else's beliefs. I just think that people get romanced by opportunity and financial reward. And they think that it's not going to happen again. It's exciting. And so they think, well, this isn't going to happen again. And I can justify it because it will allow me to better take care of my family, even though they know that they won't be able to spend any time with them. It's it's that justification, which isn't really justification. It's just kind of an excuse sometimes to do that thing. So do you feel rare in your space? I know I have certain superpowers and I I know I feel (laughs) so humble. Um, I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. In in terms of family and and how important that is to me, maybe so. At least as much as I share that online, I think it's rare because a lot of people in the space I'm in, entrepreneurship, online business, internet marketing, it's at least before when I got started, it was very much about the mansions and the Ferraris and the cars and the traveling, all these single dudes doing all these (laughs) cool things. And I'm like, that's not me. That's why when I got into this space and started sharing this information, I knew that that was a big part of who I was. And... I knew I had to share it, mm. um, not just because I wanted to be open and honest, but I knew because people would be able to connect with me for that reason yeah. and differentiate me from other people out there. Last question. Who is this book for? Is this book for someone who is not yet figured out what their business idea is? Could somebody find value in this if they're like, I'm not sure what it is. I just know I'm meant to do something more. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of things in the book that will leading up to the point at which you have a, a, an idea and validate that in the market. That will help you in terms of principles of what makes a good business, you know, serving your audience. And, you know, a business is simply a solution to some group of people's problem. And, uh, you know, I think the book will definitely give you inspiration if you don't have an idea. If you do have an idea and you haven't started a business yet, this is obviously for you. And if even if you have a business but you feel stuck or you just have been at the same level or you're, you're going to you're, – you're thinking about that big product that you want to promote but you aren't sure Second if it's going to work. business. Right. That too. Mm-hmm. It's definitely – works all the way around and how can people get a hold of the book if you go to willitflybook.com willitflybook.com right you can pre-order it there or if you're listening or watching to this after that date it'll be available and hopefully you know as high as it can go in the rankings on amazon i'm just so thankful for you allowing me to come here and share a little bit about the book oh it's fantastic so check it out you guys please make sure you get yourself a copy you can send him a tweet. He's at Pat Flynn everywhere on all the platforms. It's his name, at Pat Flynn. And let him know that you heard him here on Build Your Tribe. Thanks for tuning in. It is my goal 
to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, which we did, and then be done. Hey, what's up? This is Pat Flynn, great friend of Shaleen, and she allowed me to come on here to tell you that this week's episode of Build Your Tribe is sponsored by my new book. It's called Will It Fly? How to Test Your Next Business Idea So You Don't Waste Your Time and Money. And before I tell you what this book is about, let's drop that beat. So Will It Fly is a book that's going to help you validate your next business idea. You know you have a new idea that you have? Well, how do you know if it's going to work or not? Well, that's what my book helps you figure out. So where do you get it? All you have to do is head on over to willitflybook.com. Thank you all so much for listening in. Shaleen, thank you so much for having me on as a sponsor. And uh, again, for those of you who want to check it out, willitflybook.com is where you go. Hope you enjoy it and hope you enjoy the show. And hope you enjoy my beatbox.